Lior Sanfiru, an employment law expert. Lior, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Again, 416-870-6400 is the number to call if you have an issue with your employment that you need an answer to. Lior is here for you. And, Lior, you know, March seems like just a a maze right now of, of, of bad memories. Yet today it's a new day, and a lot of people are really starting to feel the financial pressures of April 1st. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when I woke up this morning, I was hoping maybe this whole situation is just a bad April Fool's joke, but but mm. it's not. And, and you're right, though. You know, people uh, have started feeling the impact, and the longer this goes, now it's 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 real. Now it's a situation where employees have not worked for a while. Many have not even started getting the benefits from the government because there's a backlog, because there's a delay. So I, I've been speaking daily and emailing back and forth daily with people saying, I don't know where my, my next meal is going to come from. You know, many people live paycheck to paycheck. I know you've talked about this on the show yourself before, and, and it's a, such a difficult, difficult situation. I know that the government is doing everything it can, but right now there's just no simple answers. All right. Well, we can hope to get some answers, and I know we will from you, Lior, from the callers, 416-870-6400, Employment Law, and our employment lawyer, Lior Sanfiru. Kim is on the line. Kim, you own a small business. I do, and uh, first of all, thanks for taking my call this morning. I've kind of classified this as a double whammy because I've got my own small business. Revenues have completely stopped, uh, but I don't have traditional employees. They're all contract workers because they're coaches. That's what they are. So I don't have any cash flow. Uh, I don't, so I don't, I'm not getting paid personally, nor can I pay them, but none of us fall under the traditional business uh, help that I keep hearing about on the news. Well, you, you're absolutely correct that uh, you, you're not uh, a traditional uh, employer in that sense because you don't have employees, you have contractors. But right. you know, what, what, what the government has said is that self-employed individuals, you fall under that category, would qualify for the C. A CERB benefit to the extent that now you're not earning income uh, because of the situation. Again, th- this is all preliminary. This is a brand new uh, a statute that the government has enacted. Usually these ta- things take years to come up. They came up with that in a couple of days. But as we understand it, and you should qualify for the CERB benefit. That's $2,000 a month for four months. Right. Whether that helps you or not, certainly it would be some relief. Uh, but that is your best recourse right now, other than obviously try to negotiate with with anyone that you have to pay money for, uh, uh, to, I should say, your landlords, uh, anyone like that, oftentimes yeah. they're going to be very understanding because they understand they cannot get blood from a stone. But your CERB, uh, applying for the CERB is your bet, uh, best bet right now. So even the younger uh, employees, like would teenagers uh, qualify for that as well, even if it's a part-time job? If they've lost that job as a result of the virus, and if, in fact, they're 15 years and older, and if they've had $5,000 of income over the past uh, year, then, yes, they would qualify for that as well, $2,000 a month for four months. And you said 16 years old? Uh, 15, the government has said, yes. 15? Yes. Okay. 15. And I can can definitely help them out that way. Okay. Exactly. That is terrific. Thank you very much for your help. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for the call, Kim. 416-870-6400 is the the number to call to uh, get your questions to Lior. We've got uh, Joe on the line. Joe, it's a question about your wife's employment. Yes. uh, Hi, Lior. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling. Good. I just wanted to find out uh, my wife works at a dental office and uh, she's been there like probably 20 years 
so we're just trying to find out, uh, is she entitled to severance uh, with the situation being what it is? Uh, uh, whether or not uh, they're you know, going to ask her back or anything like that? So the situation she's in right now being laid off is that she has a choice to make, and the choice is to to stay on that layoff and and hope that they call her back. If they call her back, she goes back to work and things are are back to normal. If they don't call her back, then at that point, yes, she's owed severance, and after 20 years, that could easily be about 18 months' pay. So everything I just said now is choice number one. The other choice, option number two, is she could potentially treat the layoff now as a termination and require her employer to pay her severance. Again, that's what the law says. She has that option. That means she won't be going back to work, so she would get her severance now, and then down the road, the employer would not bring her back, and she'd have to find other employment. Which of the options is better? That's obviously a personal decision, but uh, those are the two options, and and she does have to pick one or the other. Uh, If she stays on layoff, then she's going to be deemed to have accepted it, and then she cannot go back and require the company to pay severance immediately. Does the age have a factor in the severance package at all? Yes. The longer you work, the older you are and the more senior a position, the more severance. So someone that's, say, 60 gets more than someone that's 40 years old. So, yes, age, the the older you are, the more severance you're owed. So it doesn't matter whether or not the office is making so much money or how many employees they have or... Or and, and, because I, I I read that in the uh, in one of the uh, uh, EI uh, uh, you know for not EI sorry for the employment. Yes, I, I know exactly where you read that, and that's a very important thing. We talked about that on the employment law show all the time. It's a big misconception that the size of the company's payroll impacts a person's entitlements. It does not impact a person's full entitlements, what we call their common law entitlements. So big company, small company, they do have the same legal obligations. Perfect. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you, and we appreciate your call as well. A reminder, the Employment Law Show tonight at 7 o'clock on Point with Alex Pearson. Lior Sanfiru, uh, employment lawyer, partner at Sanfiru Tamarkin, and uh, 416-870-6400 is the number to call. Lior, our next caller is Neil. I think he's got a really good question here. Neil, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, yes, I was uh, wondering, yes, um, I run a small business, and my wife actually helps me out with no income. She doesn't have any income. She doesn't work, and she hasn't been working for quite a bit. Now, I just wanted to find out about her status, if she's qualified for any benefits or so. And and that's a a very good question. I've had a lot of people ask the question, well, I'm not working, but I wanted work, and now I can't find a job because no one's hiring. But the reality is that that you will not, or she in this case, will not qualify for benefits because she hasn't lost income as a result of the virus. She she did not have uh, uh, she did not have income before. So because of that, no, she there's no benefits unfortunately that apply to her. Uh, and this is uh, one of those probably missed points that the government has not addressed. Those people that would have earned income uh, found a job, especially with the unemployment rate being low before this happened, uh, but now cannot do so. But right now, unfortunately, Neil, there's no benefits for her to, to, uh, to get. Thank you very much. Well, that's an unfortunate situation, uh, Lior. Is that, is that a cautionary tale if you have family members and, you, and you're not paying them? 
It, it really it is a, a, a cautionary tale for those people as well as for those individuals that may get, may get paid, you know, cash under the table. That that is actually prevalent, maybe a lot more prevalent than people realize. The problem right now is you can't apply to the government because this whole time you've been saying I don't have any income. So it, it's times like this when you need assistance from the government, assistance that's provided there through tax dollars uh, that you're not going to be able to qualify for. So it is a risk that people are taking if they don't properly declare income. All right, we've got Joe on the line, and uh, he feels completely lost. Hey, Joe. Hi. Uh, my question is... Speak, I'm, Joe, can you speak up, please? Sure. I'm a cook at a fast food industry. Uh, I was told by my employer, I got a call saying to apply for EI that we'll be, be closing and we'll be only doing deliveries. Uh, what I'd like to know is, can I apply for EI and the benefit funds also? And also, at the same time, I have no access to the Internet. Um, and that's what I'd like to know. So you, you cannot get both. So you need to, to apply to one. Depending on your level of income, one may provide you more money than, than the other. It's possible that the, the CERB benefit will provide you from with more income. So that's probably the way to go. The nice thing about that, that you could potentially then switch to EI if after that benefit runs out, then you don't, if you don't yet have your job back. So that's probably the best way to go for you, the CERB benefit. Now, in terms of internet, the government has said that there's going to be a way to call in and do the application over the phone. They have not yet published the number as far as I'm aware, but that lack of internet should hopefully not be an issue for you. You should be able to do it over the phone. Forget about applying for EI then. My my view, based on what you told me and what I expect, you know, uh, you you probably are earning as as uh, your job. I would go for the CERB benefit, absolutely. Okay, thank you. Thank you, uh, Leor. Have you heard about the, the kind of wait time you have on the phone for these services? Uh, I, I've heard that it's extremely long, and, and I, I couldn't even tell you. Everyone that told me said I can't get through, and I keep trying and trying. I, I really don't know how long it is. It's long. All right, we can get one or two more calls in, 416-870-6400 for Lior Sanfiru. And we've got Ron, who is self-employed on the line. Ron, what's your question? Um, yeah, I'm self-employed, and I get strictly commissions. And, uh, but my income has dropped dramatically. So I'm making very little every, every week or month. Um, what can I do? Can I apply for that, uh, that benefit from the government, the $2,000? You know, the, the, I've, I've talked about this at length, and the problem here is that the way the benefit has been defined is for those that have lost their income, not those that have had their income reduced. So, again, being in an absurd situation could be that I'm earning a dollar. I'm just using that as an absurd example. Yeah. But you're earning a dollar, you can't apply for that benefit. And that's what the government has said right now. Again, they haven't had probably time to, to refine this and think this through as they normally would. So as it's currently defined, you actually cannot apply for the benefit. One thing to do is to talk to, to either talk with your customers your clients whoever is you're working for and say maybe it's best to to, to not continue this and, and put things on pause for a while so that you can apply for that benefit. You can also apply for the benefit and you'll probably get it even though strictly speaking you don't qualify. The concern with doing that is that down the road when you do your taxes, etc., CRA may claw it back from you because you would have received the benefit that you shouldn't be receiving. But as it stands right now, you actually would not qualify because you're still earning income. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, like I said, I mean, I've gone from a few thousand dollars a month down to a couple of hundred, you know, so it's like quite an impact. 
it, it is quite an impact. It's perhaps best to apply for the benefit. And if there is going to be a re, re, uh, repayment, maybe it's going to be nominal. But all I can tell you is what the government has said. And at this point, they've said you would not qualify. And, and to me, that is frankly absurd. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for the call, Ron. Uh, I got one for you here, and it's uh, completely theoretical, Eeyore, and I think I already know the answer. Say I've left a job a couple of months ago, and I'm receiving a continuance, uh, but I'm technically in between jobs. Am I considered employed and ineligible for the benefits because I'm still getting a continuance? Yeah, so if you you have income, so you, you negotiate a severance package, you're getting salary continuance from your former uh, employer because you have income and because your impact your income has not been impacted, unless, of course, that company stops paying you now, maybe they're out of business. And that would qualify you for the benefit. But if you're getting income, which whichever form it is, whether it's salary continuance or any other form of severance, you would not qualify for the benefit. So the cessation of those continuances because of the failure of the company, there's not much I can do? Well, if, if the income stops, so company says, you know, we committed to paying you until June. We don't have money. We're stopping to pay you. You may actually have be able to take legal action against the company. But beyond that, at that point, you could apply for the benefit by saying, now I don't have income. They stopped paying me because of the virus. So, yes, in that situation, if you no longer get paid, you can qualify for the bon- for the benefit. Lior, another great job this morning. We'll talk again tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be a whole bunch of new questions for you. Thanks, Mike. Have a good day. All right. Lior Samfiru, and uh, tonight, 7 o'clock on point with Alex Pearson. It is the Employment Law Show, a full hour. If you have an opportunity, uh, Lior will uh, be able to answer your questions.